Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or not? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Bring it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. I chase God. We chase God. But what? I chase God. You go chasing on that episode 159. You're now tuned to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chasers podcast, talking all things Christian hip hop, playing the hottest music, and encouraging those who have a heart for ministry, in ministry, entrepreneurs, kingdompreneurs. This podcast is for you. Thank you to all the Patreons. And if you would like to become a patron of the God Chasers podcast, go to patreon.com backslash God Chasers and go to I am Brinson.com. Sign up for the email list and stay up to date with all things God Chases Entertainment. And you can get a copy of my book, 10 Things Every Christian Hip Hop Artist Should Know, and on Amazon. And follow me on social media, God Chases on Instagram. And I am Brinson on Twitter. If this episode blesses you, go to iTunes and leave a five star rating and a comment. Let the people know what you think about the God Chases podcast. I want to give a shout out to all my friends in Los Angeles, Lexington, Wichita, New York, Atlanta. Philadelphia, San Jose, Houston, Toledo, Virginia Beach, San Antonio, Denver, Seattle, and Jacksonville, and all my friends abroad in Jordan, Ireland, Ghana, Canada, Germany, Ukraine, Thailand, Russia, France, Japan, the UK, Nigeria, New Zealand, Belize, Sweden, and Australia. We got a great show for you this week. I am excited because we have our first guest couple to be on the God Chases podcast this week. The Murrays and you know one of them, but we're going to get to that in a minute. But I got a small announcement. If you go to GodChases.com, my new album, Throw the Crown, is available for pre-order. I will have more information on that. So sit back, relax. And we're about to get into this interview with the Murrays, you God chasing the now. Allow me to reintroduce my, myself. This is God Chasers Entertainment. God Chasers Entertainment. Bringing that heat. Whoa! The heat just keeps coming. That's gospel mix too. If you still ain't feeling Christian hip hop, feel that right there. Right there. Let's go. You just a hater. What's with you? You've been drinking some of that hater, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tune back to the freshest 30 minutes in podcast land, the God Chases podcast in over 100 countries. My guest this week is the first couple on the God Chases podcast. And before I bring them in, I just need to read just a small scripture. Acts 10, 38. It said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that who were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. And one of the reasons I brought this couple on the podcast, because not only are they full of the Holy spirit walking with the Lord, but they are going about doing good. And in such a climate that we have right now with social injustice and all of the things that's going on with COVID and everything, people need hope, not from the government, not necessarily from the people who have a platform on social media, but real people who love God and that are doing great things in their community. My guests this week 
are the Murrays, and you might know one of them. He's he's this guy named Dre Murray, one of my favorite rappers. He's in my top 10. We can debate about that later, and I'm sure I'm going to win. But his wife is actually the one that ghostwrites all my favorite tracks. (laughs) So I invited her on here, and they did such a great job and such a great thing in their city, a Chandler, Oklahoma, with a Unity Walk to talk about bringing their community together. So I wanted to bring them on the God Chasers podcast. This week we have the Murrays. How y'all doing? Yeah, what's happening? What's happening? Good, good. So Jess, Jessica Murray is here, the ghostwriter of all Dre Murray hits and the best part and the best part about him. Yes, yes, yes. And you guys did something amazing. I saw a YouTube video with you guys bringing together your community and you had some government officials, um, authorities from the police there. It was such an amazing video. It was It's about 58 minutes on YouTube. I'm going to provide a link in the description if people want to see it. So you guys tell me, what is the heart behind the Unity Walk? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead. My heart was just that the media the media has a way of portraying what's going on in the world. They have a way of portraying all the rioting. They seem to only show the black people tearing up stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to show our children differently. Like I wanted to be different than what kids saw on TV to just bring some peace to them, I guess. And not, not so much fear. We have police officers, kids that are scared right now too. So, I just wanted to show them that in our community, it wasn't just black people standing for rights or white people arguing. It was just standing together with the police officers saying that we're not going to look like the TV, per se. We're going to kind of do do things differently here. So instead of coming against each other, we actually raised, what was it, like Mm $16,000 for police camps for the police officers and body like that. Body camps, yeah. Wow. I just wanted to show that I wanted to show that my my main love was the children. I wanted to show the children differently. You wanted to show the children differently. You raised sixteen thousand dollars for the community. And when you had this call to action, how was the response for the community when you said you wanted to bring everybody together? There's some fear. I think I know I know a lot of people there has been a few that I heard that left left town because they were afraid outsiders would show up and it would be a negative thing but really and truly all around I feel like it was a very positive thing and especially with COVID going on I thought there would be some backlash just from the gathering of the large group mm-hmm. but um, I really feel like people kind of shocked me actually like I I, I hoped people would show up and I I really truly feel like there's probably almost 600 people there, five to 600 at least. And for a little town, that's a lot of people. Yeah. But um, I, I even afterwards, I've had people like messages and thank us for doing it. And there was actually one little girl. She was autistic and OCD. Her aunt took her, and the whole time she was talking about. She's very bright, very smart. She was talking about. I guess when she showed up, she was like, where's the walls? And her aunt was like, what are you talking about? She was like, well, where's the walls and all the people throwing stuff? And they're like, no, they're not going to be here. I told you this is going to be good. And when it was over, she looked at her aunt and said, there's still good people in the world, aunt. And so I think just 
hearing stories like that, like, I think it was served its purpose. And I think, I think the community loved it, honestly. So was it you kind how how did it catch on fire like that? Because it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. You guys put up a post and next thing you know, there's a sea of people. We did it in less than a week. Wow. Less like we posted it on a was it a Sunday? Yeah. Monday? Even before the fire got done maybe? Monday morning? Monday morning, yeah. And then we had it that Saturday morning following that Monday. So it was less than a week that all that was done just facebook and we put it in the newspaper but really and truly facebook spread the word wow and who was the government officials the the local leaders that showed up um the the sheriffs of uh or the, not the sheriff but the chief of police uh, the police department here um you know he was there but all of uh, pretty much all of the police officers except i mean i, I think there were a few obviously that were um you know working um, outside of of the of the walk in in the community, but the for, sheriff's department was there. Yeah, the sheriff's department the was there as well. There. But um, the mayor of, of uh, the the town showed up. I think someone said the city manager was there as well. Yeah, we saw him. Um, you know, local the pastors that that were in the community. There were multiple churches represented uh, as well, and so. You know, the people that, that work in, you know, we, we have some people that work outside of the city and commute because we're part of OKC Metro. But then there's other, you know, larger towns, larger than us, in surrounding areas where people are going, you know, into to jails and they have ministries where they go into jails or they have ministries where um, they help people with mental issues. There, there's all types of ministries that I found out about just. Uh, with the the form that we had prior to the walk, where people showed up, and so yeah, it was it was it was a good thing, man. It was a good thing for the community. Now, Jess, I know you have to go, but before you go, and we know that you said that you wanted to show the kids something better. Now, there are a people around the world listening to this podcast mothers around the world listening wives around the world listening when you got that feeling that you needed to do something and did it what can you tell people if they need to do good and have that feeling what would your advice be to them to do it um i would say just do it there is there is many moments that i was fearful i just say I don't know. Trust your gut, I guess. Go with it. Do Go it. Go with it. Go with it. Thank you, Jess, for coming on the God Chasers podcast. We appreciate you. We are proud of you. Thank you for doing good. And we know many more stories are going to come out about this Unity Walk for a very long time. Well, thank you. And we got Dre Murray in the house, and we're going to switch gears for a second. Dre, before we switch gears... How important do you think it is for Christian hip hop artists to do more than just be in the booth? To do more than just be in the booth, you said? Yep. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I think it's very important and I, I think it's even more important. Um, obviously you want them to Christian hip hop artists to you know, to, to 
be living a certain lifestyle. I mean, when I when I say that, I mean if if you are uh, purposely stating that you are a Christian hip hop artist, I would hope that you are uh, <laughs> a, a Christian, right? Or, or you profess to, to to be a Christian or trying to to live life up to a to a certain standard. You know, we we all fall short, obviously, but. Um, and so, uh, along with that, I believe comes serving uh, locally in, in some in some way. Uh, but even outside of that, just being a human being outside of that persona of you know whatever your MC name is, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, do what? No, I was just laughing. That was good. Yeah, like not 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 being uh, MC such and such twenty four hours a day. I mean, you got to you have to be a you know if you're married, you're you have a responsibility to be a husband, you have kids, you have a responsibility to be a father, and then there's you know we have a responsibility. Um, you know, we've been called to 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 go all over the the world and, and preach the gospel, but it starts with. Our, our local, our local community. So, and, um, and you said, so yeah, it's, it's very important. You said something powerful. You you gave a brief speech at the Unity Walk, and I'm not going to talk about it. I want people to go and watch it. But I think what you said it resonated with me on a deep level because everything you said I've experienced as one a black man a black christian somebody who still has a bit of trauma from um having dealings with authorities and i'm not going to say everything that you said but i'm encouraging people to go and find it on youtube so they can hear what you said because it like and i know you say you didn't write it right no, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't write that. There were there were some things that I had written down that I wanted to say, but I kind of I started going off the cuff just based on how you know you kind of fill out the room, similar to what we would do in a show, right? right? You, you just fill out the room and see where where God wants to move. Sometimes you cut off the music and you speak, <laughs> and you don't even do a, a, any music at all. And so I just use those sensibilities that God gave me as, a, as an MC, as a as an artist, um, it just spoke from my heart. So let's switch gears to music. Before we go to to this big news, I just need everybody to know how um, you are a special person in my life because not because you're my friend in real life. Like when we cut all this off, we 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 like for real friends. You. I can I I know a handful of people who was in the room when I performed for the first time don't rap no more and you was <laughs> you was there the first time the beat dropped the first time the hook came on you was in the room so when I recall this stuff to people I can say I know one person who was there Dre yeah Murray was there so yeah I was there Nobody will believe it. It was a moment. It was a moment too, man. I remember that night. Uh, we were either in Jacksonville or Tallahassee. We was in Tallahassee. Uh, okay. DJ uh, Rain. We, we, 
Yeah, we because we traveled. We did something in Jacksonville and Tallahassee. I just couldn't remember what order it was in. But yep. yeah, man, that was that was a moment, bro. And then I think we even afterwards, then we go to they had you know their radio show. I yep. think we went to the spot where they record, and we were up super late recording for their their radio show too. That was a that was a moment, man. That was sure. a crazy. That was a crazy crazy time so i had i had to just throw that out there because um <laughs> don't rap no more turns 10 years old this year and we're gonna be putting some some 10 year old stuff and some some video footage up but let's talk about your new deal with a yeah, recording let's talk so how did it happen and first congratulations on the new deal I know Josh Thank you, brother. is I work with him on everything I do. And yeah. when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, how did I notice? But that is the move. If there was a move, yeah. that would be the move. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm excited about it because like you said, you you work with Josh on everything and you do people ask I you know, talk to a few uh, media outlets, um, and that was one of the questions was just how did this come together like me and Josh and I'm like it was it was more of an organic thing like Josh was always there like it's somebody that even when I was on collision you know he worked uh, some of those earlier projects uh, I'm pretty sure he worked We Live as King I know for certain he worked Gold Rush mm-hmm. um, and I think you know uh, the, the album the few of the albums that came after that so Josh was always there and then Josh is a legend in my eyes as far he as hip hop is concerned yes just you know uh, I sent him a demo in 04 05 or something like that when he was you know the head of Up Rock wow and he had Tunnel Rock Tunnel Rats and you know Propaganda's early work uh, and you know KJ obviously um so many man and then you know to transform that into elect and the crews that he's like I said Conor Rassin you got LA Symphony then you got Deep Space Five um Sivion you know those are yeah Sivion and those are crews you know Sivion being a part of Deep Space Five those are crews with like a lot of people in those crews like those aren't just the two man group and so you got multiple MCs that come out of those camps that you know you can name go down the line and just name classic after classic when it comes to comes to those artists and so you know and then the production on the production side man just some of the stuff that he's done with licensing and yes uh, yes like, you know I, I talked to uh, you know I spoke to someone last night and they were they were saying you know, every time they turn on ESPN, it seems like they hear something that has been placed from from one of the elect uh, producers. And so, yeah, man, it's, it's Josh puts in work, bro. He puts um, in work. Yes, yes, for sure. So the work that that most people don't do, you know, behind the scenes stuff. So you so. you you've taken. Let me see if I got it correct maybe a three to four year hiatus from releasing an album is that right now we know about the mixtapes yeah 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 
it's, it's been it's been four and a half right now. In November, it would be if I don't release anything until November, it'd be five years since uh, I released thirty four. Wow! So hiatus, mixtapes, and now it's time. So how? May, maybe I shouldn't ask this question. Will we get no, anything? Will we get anything before this year is over with? Will we get the that's elect the plan, debut? Yeah, that's that's the plan. I actually, you know, I sent Josh um, a record that I pretty much already had. Uh, I mean, it's, it's probably ninety something percent complete, and and it's just it's an option uh, for us to. To use that, but then I'm, I'm, you know, working with, like I said, he has a plethora of producers in house that uh, I'm anxious to work with, and you know, I've already started working with one of them uh, as of as of yesterday. So, yeah, man, it's it's work time. Like I'm excited because it's time to actually because the independent stuff for me is 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 cool. Like I like creating and just putting out on the fly whenever I create but for me the way that I'm built is nothing like having a team and then having a coach mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know I, I, I played all my whole life I hooped my whole life and so the having a coach and having a team is something that's just engraved I mean God used that to to bring about some of my best work uh, as, a, as an artist is when you know, I've been linked up with the team and so and had a coach that could actually play a part in and call call the shots. Um, you know, so I'm excited, man. It's, it's I feel like I'm back as an artist mm. now, like a legit like a legit artist, and I'm able to do what God has put me here to do. Yeah, I think I, it's really interesting because. Even though the the 2020 has been a crazy year, but just knowing that we get the last project from Solo, K9 yep. just put out a single. He's been on hiatus for four years, which yep. I believe is going to lead into an album, which you know what? Yes, which is going to lead into an album. Then Dre Murray, then some dude named Brinson. Like all my favorite artists are releasing... <laughs> in 2020 so i mean this is the year and i've heard i've heard some unreleased songs and i've commented on on a song with with the guy uh that you know and i told you the song was probably one of the best songs i've heard in the last five years or is that going to be on the album uh, it, it's gonna be something. It's gonna be somewhere in, in the elect stuff. Like Josh has definitely heard it. Uh, he he digs it. Um, it just depends on how we want to frame it. That's the beauty about the beauty about working in this situation is that it's work. Like there's, there's you know, it's a it's a uh, a situation where I feel like I can just stockpile, you know songs and just do what I'm made to do and and then we kind of pick and choose uh, where the best fit for these particular songs are you know yeah uh, how they could be used and and so that that'll be Josh that's Josh's forte like that's what he what he's good at obviously he's been it you know God is blessed to be in this in this business for over 20 over 20 some years so 
Um, so yeah, man, um, if that song would, you know, God willing, definitely be released this year and up on something. And that logo on it. I feel like I'm going to get hate mail in my podcast email if I do not ask this particular question. Will we hear Dre Murray and Wit on these releases? That's a strong possibility, man. Like, uh, and I don't, I don't want to be vague, but then I don't want to. Um, you don't want to let it out the bag yet. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want, I don't want to. I want to let it be known that Wit and I have never stopped working. Mm. Um, you know, I've been recording, like I said, 34. The album 34 was released in November of 2015. I, I have songs from December of 2015 uh, till just, I mean, I just recorded it. We recorded another one um, uh, a, a month ago, just me and him, but then we have another one with a, with a, a well-known vocalist uh, singer that people would definitely know that that I just recorded with him like two weeks ago, and so um, that we're going to use for, for something else. So he and I are always working. We got to the point where you know we don't we know how each other works. We we know how we work. Uh, apart and, and together and we just don't force anything and so you know we could go years of not releasing anything and every time we get together and record something we always kind of sit back and we're like dude like this is it literally is like riding a bike like that's my that's my my brother my friend uh, and God brought us together and it, it just shows when we get together like we have to work obviously but the you know what we did last month we hadn't talked on the phone in a little while but we got together to talk and we made a record in a day wow and uh and, and some of the you know people that heard it that are part of you know the internal camp that heard it they thought that it was something that we you know we had cooked up a while ago we're like no we just did that today wow um, and so you know, that's just, that's one of those God things, man. I, I, I'm thankful for him. He knows that. He always tells me he's thankful for, for me. We, we make sure we tell each other that because it's not something that we did. You know, it's just something different. Yeah, I think I think it's important that if you are an artist and a producer or just an artist in general, and I think it's, it should be some sort of ecosystem with artists with other creative people to increase your creativity and i think you're saying that i mean you've always had a ecosystem of artists and and people that you were around that would push you to be better and like i was listening to uh boom baptism and you had a verse on there with k drama mm. and i mean yeah. the verse was still good and i was like man we got to get it in on this interview because you you and another thing, you have excelled to levels that a lot of Christian hip-hop artists never have, but I always see you work with people on every tier of the ladder in Christian hip-hop, which I mm -hmm. think is amazing, and I don't think you get enough credit 
for that because people be like, oh, such and such a act Hollywood. They can't say that about you because I've I've seen you on 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 albums with people I've never heard of and they've disappeared yeah. and never came back. But right. They still got the same level of excellence lyrically than like a a, a reach artist or whomever you want to say, you know. So yeah. I gotta commend you on that. So before we go, is there anything that Dre Murray wants to speak into the world? I do, man, and it's something that I, I just recorded a video, uh, and you know, not a music video, but just me talking uh, because it was something that was on my heart. But I want to say it here because it's so fresh just the past couple of days God has really been speaking to me about uh, you know the experience that I that I have with him um, yesterday I talked to one of the other artists producers on Elect who's also a pastor and lives in Canada and we just had this human conversation human to human soul to soul and I told him how like I got choked up because it was so it was a it was felt like a, a breath of fresh air to have a conversation with another human being even though he's an artist on the label that i'm on we just wanted to talk about life you know really uh and and kind of just have this human conversation and you know being in quarantine you kind of you you miss those times um you know where you could sit down and have a cup of coffee with somebody and, and actually have a human interaction but what God was showing me through that conversation and I told him was that the reason why I'm so happy, the reason why I'm getting choked up is because I'm feeling like I felt when I surrendered to God initially uh, to where a lot of these insecurities that I had, this ego that was holding me back from surrendering to God, you know, all of that stuff fell off and it was just me and, and God. It was this very naked place to where there was no trying to be this person or trying to you know sound like this or do the it, it, you know I'm getting to a point again where because you know you, you 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 live life and you go through this world and stuff it wears on you to where you forget about that simple time where it was just you and God right and you you just you you wear the world on you even though you're a christian you're a believer you still have some of that that ugh, that, that, that that grind mm-hmm. on you where you you have to uh put on you know a, a front almost and it's not like you're, you're lying you're not deceiving anybody but it's just this thing that we do as human beings right um that and the social wall getting, the social yeah, wall it's yeah, the, it's a social exactly. wall yeah yeah and i'm just getting back to that place to where you know i just man i just don't care about that other stuff and and, and i'm not all the way here yet but I, I had a conversation again to or i had a, another conversation today with a lady that was interviewing me for the college that i went to and it's for a story that they're doing this documentary next year and she asked me and the last thing she asked me was where would you because I told her my experience and she's like where do you think you would have been if it wasn't for the experience you had at, at this college you know the experience you had with, with, with Christ 
because uh, it was a Christian university. And I said, you know, I thought about it, and and I, man, I, I almost started crying again. God, like, got me where I thought about it. And I said, I would definitely be either dead or in jail. And 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 I said, that may sound extreme to, to you, and it may sound like, oh, you know, that's a cliche. Everybody said that I would be dead or in jail, but like. I felt the weight of what I was saying and I like literally I felt the reality of it and I believe 100% without a doubt that I was at the point in my life like the tax collector and, and I just read that a second ago in Luke 18 the tax collector is beating on his chest mm-hmm. and he knows he's a sinner mm-hmm. he knows he's in his dark dark place and he he's not the sinner that's proud about being a sinner. He's the sinner that needs to be saved. Like the true definition of the word, save. Mm. Like he needed a savior. And I just thought about that place, man, where I was, because she asked me, she said, was it hard for you to leave that stuff behind that you were involved in once you surrendered? And I said, I was at that spot to where when I surrendered, I knew how much of a sinner I was. And I didn't want that life no more, man. Mm. Like I just, I, I, I was happy to walk into that new life and just be me and Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And have that peace that passes all understanding. Like all of those things that we talk about in the Bible, the peace, the joy, and the, you know, I was truly in that place, that experience that I had. I remember that next day, like it was yesterday. Um, you know, where it, the scales just fell off of my eyes. And so I just want to encourage anybody, man, that's like, bro, it's a chaotic time right now. We we have to fight for the peace of, of God, the, the peace that God brings, the peace that passes all understanding. And if you have had that experience with Jesus, uh, get back to that place like, you know, this world obviously is, is never going to be perfect, but Jesus is perfect, mm. and I'm telling you, you can um, you can get back to that place mentally. I felt it today talking to that lady to where it brought me to tears again. I'm always about to cry just thinking about it again. Where there all of this filth in this world, man, like it's so much stuff going on, and you just have this peace to where. You, you obviously you're concerned you have a concern for the world but it doesn't get on you like I don't know if that makes sense like yeah. I can't really explain it it doesn't get on you because because of that experience man like I it's the it's the bond just, it's the bondage of seeing that the world is yoked in versus the light yoke that Christ gives that don't leave regret it don't leave that yeah. that sentiment of i need to take a shower like yeah man it's, yeah. it's it's the verse the verse that came to my mind is he that keeps his mind on me i'll keep him in perfect peace that peace that the mm-hmm. world can't give mm-hmm. yeah man and it's today because you know we doubt we we have struggles mm-hmm. we go through these bouts and we we human beings living in this flesh we are humans we we we're living in this experience but today i was reminded again 
like never forget you had a real experience with me son you had a real experience with me mm-hmm. it wasn't make believe it wasn't just in your head you couldn't have changed on your own and without that experience I would not be here today I, I'm pretty certain of that mm. I was about to enter into a game that I wasn't built for I was built to be who I am now but the, the world you know you can you can only fake it for so long right um, and, and you know trying to be something that you're not out in the streets if you're not really street you're not built like that it's not gonna last too long it don't really last that long for, for, for anybody but especially those that not supposed to be there and so that's where I would have been so I'm thankful there I'm just I'm thankful for Dan and I pray for anybody out there right now that may be going through it, especially during this time, fight for that peace. If you had that true experience, you got, you know, all these cliches we talk about, they're so real to me right now. Like the foundation on a rock. If you if you built that foundation on a, on a rock, like, get back to remember that. Like, hold on to that, man. You, like, you're really talking it. about having that soul anchor. Yep. The soul anchor. You hurt. Yep. Listen, it's nothing else for me to say about this interview. Dre Murray just brought y'all the gospel in such a real way. <laughs> he gave yeah. look. He he gave you the social goodness. He gave you the gospel goodness. Make sure you go download everything with his name on it twice. <laughs> go to DreMurray.com. He has mixtapes that are not on. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, or anything that, like that. Patronize his page, DreMurray.com, and tell him I sent you. Tell him you heard him on the God Chases podcast. And all the people who are on the Patreon uh, backslash God Chases, thank you for making this happen. Dre Murray, thank you for coming through once yes, again. Sir. Once again, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this. Share this with everybody you know. On everything. Absolutely. You got chasing a gnaw. Godchasers.com, baby. Make sure you subscribe to the God Chasers podcast.